Hello and welcome to the podcast. In this episode, we talk about a campaign we ran for Pride last year called Ads for All, which highlighted the lack of LGBTQ people in healthcare advertising. We hear from Kareem Belfin, Rob Jenkins, and John Chapman on how the idea came about and the impact it's had for both the agency and our clients. So in this week's podcast, we are going to be speaking to three really interesting people from Havas who were involved in a super relevant project called Ads for All. But before we get to that, I'd like to introduce you to the three people themselves. So the first one is Kareem, then we've got Rob, and then we've got John. So Kareem, are you able to tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah. Hi, I'm I'm Kareem. I'm a senior account exec working in Team Chorus. And yeah, I was I was part of the uh, Ads for All team uh, last year after having working on it with through an ambassador project, working through the Pride campaign, trying to find something that we could do for Pride when COVID hit and we weren't able to do anything in person. So yeah, we kind of assembled a bit of a bit of an Ads for All team and and got got the ball rolling with it. Okay, and uh, Rob, tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got involved with this. Yeah, hi everyone. I'm uh, Rob Jenkins. I'm a creative director at Havas Links. Um, and just being part of a creative team, I um, got approached by Kareem and, and the, the team that he mentioned to, to get stuck into a real kind of a big issue that they'd unearthed uh, within healthcare and uh, all around Pride at the time. Um, so, yeah, we jumped straight in and, and had a team together. and and from there went on to create what is today uh, Ads for All. Okay, and we're going to get to Ads for All in a moment because we keep saying it and where most people probably won't be up to speed on what it is. Uh, but we've also got John, who is our Chief Creative Officer, and you were briefly involved, or you were involved in a more niche role. So just give us a little intro about yourself, John. Uh, hello, as you've said, I am the Chief Creative Officer uh, at Havas, and the reason I was involved in the project was... Um, well, one, it was a piece of pro bono work, which is always interesting and exciting if it's for the for a good cause and for the right reasons, which this absolutely is. And it also gave light to a bigger thought that we'll get onto around health for all and, and the initiative for the whole agency to basically wrap up and give focus and direction to not only the pro bono work, but a little bit of our the e and I initiative and kind of addressing uh, inequality across uh, healthcare as a whole in, in different areas, uh, in different communities and different therapy areas and conditions. Uh, so we'll, we'll dig into that a little bit. And it was a pleasure to work with these two gents on it and, and a whole host of other people, actually. We should be remiss not to mention there was probably like five, six other folks that are part of this campaign and part of the the team that work on it uh, still to this day so yeah we can touch on all of that uh, was it risk of becoming like one of those oscars acceptance speeches there john after promising as the shortest intro you you quickly became i think the the most grand but we'll let you pass as the as sorry the about that. you're allowed you're allowed a little bit of leeway i'd say so tell me who wants to do this maybe kareem to you first tell me a little bit about the background to the project what is ads for all 
how did it come about? Obviously, we've mentioned already it came about during Pride Week, but give us a little bit more information. Cool. Yeah. So Ads for All came from basically a need to create something for Manchester Pride, but Manchester Pride wasn't really happening. Now we know Manchester Pride and how we celebrate it as being, you know, really just about the celebration and doing something that is quite, you know, we, we exist in the gay village and usually it, it is just about the celebration. But obviously with, with the parade not on, we wanted to do something a little bit different. We thought, you know, why why as, as a healthcare agency, why aren't we shedding light on some issues to do with LGBTQ plus people um, when we, you know, we usually we're, we're so good at delivering kind of healthcare messages and shedding light to things uh, that are really important. And Pride at its root has always been about shedding a light on things that maybe haven't been talked about too much. And it's always been a little bit confrontational. It's always been a bit daring. And we wanted to kind of take it back to that a little bit. So we we had a little think about, you know, we did some research and we found some really great insights into the inequalities that actually existed within people from the LGBTQ plus community in healthcare and in various different sort of conditions. And it was, it, we found that actually a lot of LGBTQ plus people actually suffered at higher rates for a lot of different things, such as depression and, and cancer. And, and we didn't know these things. And I find doing a little, little bit of research, we, we use this as a kind of springboard to think of right, how can we shed light on this in a way that we know how to. So we are, you know, we, we create ads, we can make pieces of communications and we had a little bit of a think and a bit of reflection time and thought, well, why isn't the stuff we create sort of reflective of the real life? Why aren't we seeing these these people in these ads more often? Which kind of led to us to, to create this Ads for All campaign and aim, aiming to kind of really shine a light on what we represent in our ads and if it's actually oh. representing the community. So picking up on something you just said, which is, you know, why don't we represent uh, certain groups of society more? What was the next step then? So, you've, you, you know, once you'd identified that there was problems in or you know, potential problems in how we create work or how our clients ask for work to be delivered, maybe Rob, uh, give us a few, give us a few words on, you know, what were the next steps? Yeah, the, the next steps really at that point were we're taking that that research that Karine mentioned, and for us as a, as a as a sort of creative team, just to give you a bit of context, we so we took on this brief, and I think with any with any piece of creative work that you're doing, if suddenly you get given something as rich as the the stats that we were given by Kareem and the team that talk about the high percentages uh, of of, of gay men who uh, get skin cancer, for example, it, it then gives you, you know, a, a, something to talk about, which for us in the ad industry is, is what, what we're after, something to talk about. And, and you know, in, in this particular instance, it was it was using those stats um, to to then elevate that to, to our, our agency, um, make them feel as shocked as we felt when we read the brief and we, and we read the stats that, that the team had, uh, had unearthed and um, so the next step really was to, to wrap it around a, a concept and that's where Ads, Ads for All was, was born really, the, the thought that our communications, our, our audience, uh, you know, we need to make sure that all our ads, all our, our communications are 
are reaching the right people, uh, you know, the relevant people. So, so really, the, the, the next step from there was just to, to, to go into concepting and having a look at different ways of communicating that and, and making people, people feel as shocked as we did. So then take some action. You know, obviously, this isn't, it's not like an overnight fix, but it, the, the intention really was to open up uh, the eyes of, of people in our agency and, and outside of our agency and shine a light on some of the, uh, some of the issues that, that, that we've come across. So, yeah, and some, some um, of these uh, statistics that you've mentioned, I, I think I have a few of them here to hand. It, uh, they're along the lines that, you know, way above national averages, there is a sort of hidden healthcare crisis going on in, in parts of the LGBTQ community. 52% have experienced depression, 61% anxiety, 13% attempting to take their own life in the past year. And then, you know, a really sad one, which is almost a quarter of uh, those interviewed or surveyed have experienced discrimination or negative remarks by healthcare staff. And then on top of that, there's also a real lack of understanding in specific needs of um, lesbian, gay, bi health people um, when they're in hospital, such that many people are afraid to even, you know, out, out themselves or declare themselves as having a, a different orientation. But what were the what were some of the challenges at this point then? So you, you said you wanted to create something shocking because you had been shocked by some of the problems that LGBTQ community members were experiencing. Um, but that involves probably testing or changing the status quo. So tell us a little bit about some of the problems you encountered. Yeah, I think, um, I mean, the way the, the way we went about the work was to uh, as, as I mentioned, go, go with a kind of shock tactic, because I think the challenge, the challenge is huge. Um, we can't get away from that. I think there's there's, there's so many different parts to it, um, so many different layers. I think that what we what we really wanted to do with ads for all, back to what sort of Karim was saying earlier on, is is really just kind of shine a light on that, so that going forward as an agency, we can start to openly talk more. It becomes a more natural conversation. And it is from the very, very start of a project, very start of a client relationship. These conversations um, are included, and these bits of research and making sure our audiences, from you know, from no matter who you are, what background, you know, it doesn't matter what anything about you as a person, as long as you're getting the the right access to the right healthcare treatments, and you you feel that you. Uh, can be open and, and, and to talk about things. It starts from being open and, and, and talking as an agency. So I think what we wanted to do is put those problems out there and help our teams to to show them that you know we, we can talk about these things openly with clients. Uh, we should be doing this. This is um, and it all starts with the research. And I think that so that, as I said, it's a, it's a huge problem. But by doing this campaign, by shedding a light on on some of these issues. It, it's allowed us to to get past some of those problems that we have or you know subconscious problems that maybe people have in, in communicating or talking about certain issues or you know talking about certain um, audiences uh, you know making sure that we're, we're, we're sort of keeping those communications going uh, and looking to change that going forward so that when you sense. um when you looked to change those communications, I mean, you didn't hold back. So I've got some of those posters that you created for Pride Week in front of me. 
Uh, and obviously we can't see them right now, but uh, I'm looking at one of them and, it, and, and in bold it says gay men don't get cancer or lesbians don't get diabetes. So obviously yeah. pretty controversial in your face statements. So care Absolutely. to explain the thinking behind these? Yeah, so so when we when we were looking at the stats and when we were we were talking about different ideas, I mentioned it earlier on. We we were shocked when we when we heard the stats, but I think what we wanted to do was to stop people in their tracks. And it started off with posters, um, but it it led on into social posts um, to really grab people's attention. And and really the reaction we wanted was what a ridiculous thing to say. That that, that is absolutely stupid. You know, cancer it doesn't discriminate against anybody but what what we're really doing is just holding holding a mirror up to the work that we produce uh, as an agency but as an industry as well and uh, not not just not just us you know our, our clients our competitors and um, everybody and just say that at the moment we are responsible for the work that, that that is out there and if we don't represent people and make people feel that they're being communicated to then I think that you know we're we're not doing our jobs properly. So, so yeah, we we led with uh, you know I give you an example: gaming don't get cancer. That, that led then into that's the message healthcare advertising sends uh, if we only feature straight people. Gaming just as likely to get cancer. And as I mentioned earlier on, actually it, the facts show that they're at higher risk of skin cancer. Um, so really, our work needs to reflect that. And I think that all comes down to the research that we do, how we start our projects, the, the, the patient profiles we create, uh, the research, uh, you know, the talking to people, as, as I mentioned. Yeah, and I, I, would like, I would like to get to that in a second, but I'm just wondering, these make you stop in your track posters that you put up and you put out uh, on social media during Pride and beyond, gay men don't get cancer and so on. What was the reaction from the public and the community itself? I think that when, when we were kind of just in conversation we've had, when the campaign went live, one of the things that reactions we got was that, you know, in terms of a response or a pride post, it, it was very different to what you would typically see as a pride related post. You know, this is this is a bit more confrontational and radical and a bit more daring. So it, it stops you in the trap because you I think you assume you're going to see something and actually you're, you're seeing something completely different. and you know, in terms of a reaction just from people internally, I think a lot of people were were shocked at, at the stats, but also it, it gave them a new perspective on what and how they look at things. And it's, you know, it, it is it is a kind of hidden healthcare issue that people don't normally see on, on like your everyday kind of your news. So I think that it, it, got, it got a reaction that we were hoping for. And I think just the way that we presented the work and almost like a kind of in that poster format that you would see almost at a protest. I think it all kind of, it really brought it together and it kind of just made people think about not only what how we talk about pride, but how we talk about LGBT plus people and healthcare in a different way. So it definitely got, it got a, a good reaction from, from our part. And you mentioned just before, Rob, you know, like some of this is about holding a mirror up and about challenging what we do and making sure that we represent the right communities for the right messages so that they you know it's true to the science it's true to what the science says not just fitting the image that society expect to see a lot of the work we do 
you know, is not pro bono. It's because it's paid work and that involves clients. So what was the reaction from clients when this has been raised? I mean, and this is a question perhaps for all of you, you know, including John, Kareem. How has it gone down the idea that we want to be bringing in more people from LGBTQ communities to represent what may have been traditionally um, the mainstay of, you know, average everyday folk who you wouldn't otherwise bat an eyelid at? Yeah, I think um, the reaction that I've certainly seen has been has been really good in the in the sense that it, the goal, as I, as I sort of mentioned earlier, for us internally, in any ways, to be able to speak more freely, to to be able to communicate to each other, to have strong opinions, and to 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 work from the sort of ground up, and then that's been a real positive. Just to Kareem's point about reactions, I think you know in the agency. Certainly, I've seen it where people have more free and open conversations, and I think that's the same with clients. I think that I can think of a couple of really sort of good examples of some of my head where the conversation about diversity has been has been really positive. And it just just on a, a shoot we've done recently, it was a uh, something where we where we went out and met real patients uh, for a particular uh, treatment uh, therapy area. And it, it was a very difficult campaign to cast. And when we eventually got to, to meet people, we found that the it was a very, let's say, undiverse uh, mix of people. And, and, and then the client themselves said, we need to, to do more. Uh, we need to do another shoot. We need to go and find more people. So we've okay. got a more diverse, uh, yeah. I mean, that's, that's, that's great right. to hear. I mean, I, I'm it's it's great to hear. It's actually good to hear. I was I was expecting you to say that while a lot of clients might agree with the idea in principle, when it comes to changing things that they are comfortable with doing, it, it's difficult. But that is actually good. So, do, do you think that since this, we've changed to some extent some of the work we already are doing, or do we continue to hit barriers when it comes to trying to? bring more diversity into our work so so i think i think there's quite a lot to unpack there as, as usual right so so the, the the client thing it was well received right because it's a very very common sense thing to do mm. so that if you go why don't we put more a, a, a wider range of the general public in our advertising that's a that's a that's a reasonable statement to make anybody right and not many people push back on it until it comes down to casting and it comes down to budget and it comes down to regions where it's going to run and it comes down to clients familiarity and comfort so if, if you look at a pharma advertising or health advertising over the past 10 15 years it's although there's a lot of good stuff out there the mainstream advertising is pretty dare i say pretty in dull and same kind of stuff right there's a lot of there's a lot of white people walking down beaches and as the sun's setting and there might be a dog in in one or two of them as well, well so dogs, you, right uh, the same advert or the you know the same dog that gets picked for several adverts i expect i mean it's like the lassie of the health advertising yeah. world it's like that that dog must make the owner's fortune so so uh, so when you look at that and go can we change this in principle, people go, yes, of course you can. That would be great. That's your job as an ad agency and as creatives. When it gets to that point, what they don't want to do, and, and, it, and again, it's very reasonable from a lot of clients, is they don't want to upset a rock board because it's they may not feel it's their place. It may, they may not feel it's their time to do it. And 
and who are we or who are they to do it type of thing. Now, what, what this all brings up into focus is it shouldn't be a conversation of whether or not we include different people in the ads. It's a given because that's life. That's the fabric of you know what we do. It's every city we 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 work in, travel to and visit. It's that it, it's all you know scopes of people in uh in, so that should be reflected in the advertising we do. To jump back to ads for all, the reason why it was so powerful and, and Rob and the team done it and Kareem mentioned it, it was like a protest poster. Now what the first, obviously the first trick is to go stand out so people look at it, then people take notice, then people read it, and then people go, ah, and remember it. It definitely done that, right? Because the posters were, you know, simple block colours with heavy black bold headlines on saying things like gay men don't get cancer. It's the most ridiculous statement you would make because of course everyone knows they do. So the lesbians and, and all different types of conditions. The reason we done it that way was to go, let's start within the agency because we're in a position to help change that. So we, we can raise problems and raise awareness around issues, but unless we're willing to address them and try and change them ourselves, personally, I don't think there's a point in doing it, especially if it's a piece of work from the agency. So what started as an internal thing became external to drum up a little bit of, this is what we're going to try and do. That then led on to a thought of going, well, these are the problems we face historically in how we produce ads. And the casting thing sometimes causes an issue, sometimes it, it runs smoothly. Again, it depends on the, the, the different backgrounds clients have come from. If you're working on global brands, you've got people from all different regions around the world with their own you know, targets to hit their own ways of working and their own kind of audience or their, their perception of that audience. It's for us, it's up to us as an agency to try and broaden that. So that, that was why it was so powerful. In terms of when we speak to clients, the majority of our clients are rational, smart, nice people and wouldn't kind of push back on that. There's lots of factors involved in terms of, you know, why people are cast in certain things and end up in ads. But I think historically, when we did look back at our work, we found that we had actually in certain areas managed to represent, you know, the public as a whole, but also the community that we're speaking to really, really well. Yes, there's instances where we could have done better, for sure. But, you know, if we look at some of our, our HIV work, it completely covers, you know, all walks of life, all the stereotypes that we leaned into for good reason, all the ones that you wouldn't associate or certain general public wouldn't associate with the condition. And we use it to our advantage. That's because we were dealing with a client that's well-versed of working within that area. Where, where could have we done better? Probably some of the dermatology work that we've done. Now, we cover that off in lots of different ways, but again, it, it's, a, it's a learning curve for both us and the client. The ads for all thing has helped focus a little bit of attention around how do we write um, a bit of a guide or a casting brief from an agency point of view, that's that started at the concepting stage. So it's bear this in mind, factor it into your idea and work it through as part of the process. That way it's not a shock to anybody, the client's on board and it's part and parcel of what we do. And it's not optional because it's not an option for the people that we're talking to. What we don't want to do is, is miss them out of, you know, they, they have to be represented in, in, in communications and ads for them. 
And again, I think the guys touched on it. The best way to do that is to look inward as an agency and go, right, how do we address that? And part of the best way to do it is to use the people that are underrepresented to, to create the ads, to write the ads, to produce the ads and be involved in it. And as an agency, that's what we're trying to do as part of Health for All, which was born out of this really, really powerful pro bono campaign, Ads for All. It was a very simple leap to go, well, if it's advertising for all, it should really be health for all and, and encompass way more than just, not just, but way more than the LGBT plus community once a year for Pride. And that kind of opened it up into something that became a, an agency-wide initiative that then kind of covers a lot of effort that we do from an agency point of view, from a strategic point of view, from a diversity, equality and inclusion initiative. It's all wrapped under the, the health for all and it gives it focus and, and, and allows us to use it to our advantage when we do lots of different types of work with lots of clients. I think, I mean, that's a, it's a lovely answer, which sort of, you know, like you said, there was loads to unpack and it made me just start to think about, well, initially I was thinking, how does a company or an agency get away from tokenism? And you kind of answered that because you, one of the things that I think is coming across here is you have to look at your own house and make sure your own house is in order before you start looking at the rest of society um, or coming up with uh, thought leadership or statements on what is right and wrong and so on. But you don't necessarily have to be like super well versed and an expert in it to take a stance. Uh, I think that's an, an interesting thing that came out of it because you were saying like early on, you were saying like some people might think, is it our place to say something or should we stay quiet? And actually, you know, now that we've started on this, we've 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 decided it's our place to stay, take a stance on the entire spectrum of healthcare. We've not just looked at this from an LGBT plus community point of view, which is really good. But my next question is, supposing you don't have the luxury of taking this for the long term. Is it enough to just make something which uh, addresses maybe lesbian and gays? Why not, you know, the, the other? The other aspects of the LGBT, like rainbow, where, where, where do you stop? Is it enough to represent just one aspect of that or should you be aspiring to represent everyone? I mean, in short, I think I think we for sure should be representing everyone. And if we're in a position to do so, I think I think the question becomes, why wouldn't we or why or why why won't we do that? And, and you're right, the 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 question of saying, is it our place to do that? I think, I don't think there's a definitive answer to that, right? Apart from you use your kind of moral compass and your ethical compass to go, if it's in our, our powers and our ability to address something that seems like an issue for someone, we should probably look at it and, and do that. If a client wants to come along and be part of that, brilliant. If they don't, we'll probably do it anyway in terms of our do a version of it ourselves. Because if... If, if you're part of that community and you you don't you aren't in a position to communicate to mass audience like we are because you know we're lucky enough to work where we work then where do you turn to and I think it's it's that thing of just going I would like someone to do that for me if that would, if, if that if I was in that position now the the LGBT community we've done a lot of work from but it's also things like the heart attack rates uh, for women versus men now it, it, that's a totally separate thing but again it's part of the health for all thing where we've looked at, at a 
quite a shocking statistic, which I think is becoming more well known now, um, that signs of early signs of heart attack aren't recognised in women as uh, as much as they are in in men. There's lots of reasons why, and we're still uncovering why, and we're still doing lots of, lots of research around it, but that gives rise to a really good problem to go, we can probably help inform around this issue. So, you know, people, women get to the doctors a bit quicker, or the signs are there that they can spot, so it's earlier diagnosis. And, um, and, and, and it's things like that, so all of these different areas of therapies or conditions or awareness that we come across the health for all initiative or angle helps us focus the effort to be able to go this is the reasons why we're doing it as a as an advertising healthcare agency i think yeah. to your point as well just before you were mentioning a little bit about you know is it our place to talk about these issues and i think even from an agency perspective you know if there are people from within the community like myself who feels that they have something to say about a certain inequality you know the, the great thing about the ads for all campaign is that you know at its root it we 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 spoke to people we it was informed by people who had you know who know that experience who know it all too well so being able to sort of utilize people within your agency um who are part of that community is is really important because you know it, it we we have a great vast amount of people within the agency that we you know we should be um you know, bringing into to things like this and, and getting their voice heard. And I think that's really important. And, you know, as mentioned before, we we do have a platform and a voice and we have the ability to change how we do things in the industry. So we should be setting the benchmark and it should be us that takes the first step to that. Um, and we have the we have the ability to speak to people that uh, speak for people that maybe haven't got that platform so we should be doing it and it should be something we're doing moving forward a lot more and 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 i agree obviously i agree with what you're saying i'm also wondering in terms of representing underrepresented communities do you think there is ever a risk in that we go too far the other way and that we start to perhaps positively discriminate and overrepresent things that are not necessarily a widespread issue and I'm, I'm referring to a specific example here which is about a trans lady with prostate issues so first of all can somebody explain this a little bit for our audience and then maybe comment yeah sure so obviously prostate cancer is well known to affect males and we set about doing a campaign to raise awareness around you know get a prostate check if you're a man of a certain age or a certain weight or a certain ethnicity and from a biological point of view if you have a prostate you're at risk so we thought well we should by all means here if that's the case include you know trans women in the advertisement in the campaign because biologically uh, they may have a prostate or they will have a prostate so the ethical and the, and the right thing to do for, as an agency felt like we should include that audience to be able to communicate to them. And it was a very simple message. It was go to the doctor and get your prostate checked. Now, it's a really interesting issue this because, again, what we asked ourselves was, is it up to us to draw a line in the, in, in the sand or draw a line, uh, biological lines to say, if you don't identify as a man, should we 
be communicating to you to tell you to go and uh, go to the doctor is because it's the it's seen as a, as a male problem and it was a question and it was a big debate and it was a, a healthy debate and ultimately it's not a male problem it's a it's a biological problem and it's then up to the person to decide to go you know we're not we're not forcing people into doctor surgeries we're just highlighting things now it's up to that person to take that advice on board that communication on board and, and do with it what they will Interestingly, when we wrote the ad and we, we wrote the, the, the trans person into it, we reached out to the trans community and said, listen, give us your opinion on this because we know this amount of research, research is different from reality, and how we've tackled it with the tone and, and what we want to say. Do you feel comfortable with it? Is it right? Or, you know, tell us to, you know, get lost type of thing. And I think it was about five or six People looked at it, gave very, very honest feedback, and it was overwhelmingly positive. So you go, right, let's take this to a client, let's run with it, and let's put it in a position where it's the the right thing to do, quite frankly, from our point of view as an agency. Uh, the client agreed. Um, there was, again, another healthy debate around what are we saying and why are we doing it in places of you know, point of view and, and that type of thing. But it ultimately, it come, it come down to going, it, we're in a position to help people or help someone somewhere. So again, it's a very simple question of going, why wouldn't you do it? Because if you wouldn't do it, that then gives reason to like, you, you're either bigoted or you're racist or you're, you know, homophobic or something like that. Luckily, none of us are, none of our clients are. So it ran. We went and shot it. It's been produced, and it's and it's going to run. And I'm glad to say it's a really good piece of work, and it's a powerful piece of work. And more interestingly, it's a funny piece of work, which is really unusual to get all of that into a <laughs> for a pharma client, a healthcare advertising, tackling these kind of serious issues with you know a, a, a different type of culture that's been brought into it um, and community, and still get a laugh. At the end of it so it's it's a, i mean look it's gentle humor it's you know we're not pointing fingers and laughing at people it's it's part of the the the, the scene and the, and the story um and it's it's i think it'll land really well and it's it's so far been received really well but again we have to go to these lengths and it's not going to these lengths it's just doing the right thing and speaking to the right people to make sure that we're we operate or where we play is is correct and 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 kind of not off the curve type of thing you know and not off tone and not upsetting anybody um for the for the wrong reasons you know i think if you if you do things for the right reasons and you check with the people that you're trying to speak to i, I think that's that that's the first step to be able to address this stuff maybe just to help us start to summarize and round up can you tell me each of you in your own words why ads for all mattered or what ads for all is what it means for you personally maybe we'll go to uh, rob first yeah sure i think the thing uh, as we as we talked about the start i think this ads for all is very much the start piece um to really shine a light on on some of the issues that that we talk about in the campaign so i think it's it's been a really good starting point to make people aware and to make people think more openly at every single stage because that to some of the points that 
the guys have made here, like John's point about casting, I think is is always an interesting and difficult uh, challenge for us. But I think it starts earlier than that as well. Uh, that's one of the many things. But I think that that and the research that we do and the, the people that we talked to early on about the conditions that were, you know, and the treatments that we're working on, I think, you know, re really getting our research right and talking to the right people, um, I think is, is, is a huge key thing. And I think what we've started to do is talk to our agency as a whole, um, every single person in the agency, not just the creative team, uh, not, not just the production side, um, but every single person from from the start of every project, um, you know, right back to the very end, um, including clients in that. And I think what Ads for All has done for us as a, as a, as a starting point in, is opened up conversations, which is great. Um, and then taking that outside of our agency and putting it out there and saying, look, this is what we're starting to do. I think, it, you know, it's been a great thing for us to do and so it's something that we have to stand by now. We have to work yeah. at, we have to keep going with because we've put that out to the world now that that's the challenge that we're going to take on. We've not waited two, three years down the line where we've got some great tangible results and going, oh, look what we did. We're actually saying, look, there's a problem here and we're going to try and do something about it. And um, so I think for me personally, I think that's what, they're the things that are great about what we've done so far. Uh, yeah, is the I think that's, it's quite nice, a point that we didn't really bring out perhaps earlier, which is it's nice that the agency's taken a stance um, kind of nailed its colours to the mast, if you like, or nailed the rainbow to the mast, um, like uh, with a bit of bravery, rather than waiting for the whole thing to be polished and perfect and, and so on. I suppose that takes that is that takes a little bit of bravery and trust. Um, and that was a you know pretty complete answer. But Kareem, same question to you: Is there anything you want to add to that? Um, what does it mean to you personally, or is there anything that you think you know really important to say about it? Yeah, I think. From a personal perspective, you know, I'm 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 dead proud to be part of you know the community, the LGBT plus community. But I'm also you know I I take I take the pride celebrations and the parties and you know having a laugh in the village as well as all of the the inequalities and the things that we have to work on. And I think that you know being able to help run a campaign and kind of bring some of my experience into something that could actually really do some difference and change people's mindsets is great and I think that I think I think it's hopefully it's the start of something that is a bit bigger and it's the start of you know really changing the way that we we think about inequalities within healthcare in all in all walks of life so yeah I think I think it's 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 great to have brought some of something quite personal into into a campaign that has has you know such a wide reach yeah yeah nice and john i won't ask you the same question but just a slight variation which is you mentioned earlier ads for all became almost like a blueprint for a wider project which is health for all which is obviously ongoing and tell us what does it mean for you and why is it so important for us to continue now that we've begun not not to sound too grand about things but the, the health for all kind of ambition is to address inequality within healthcare so you know we're not going to solve the world's problems you know we're one agency and and you know however many people there are but i think i think where possible where we can 
make an impact or try to make an effect to, to, to sort out something or to ease something or to um, make people aware of something to for the better, uh, that, that makes a positive effect on their life, we probably should do. And I think, again, when you put something like that out there and you go, this is what we're going to try and achieve, you then have to act on it because you look silly if you don't. So that, you know, part of it is just getting it out there and going, right, this feels like the right thing to do. When we presented it, when we told the agency about it, pretty much everyone agrees. Again, it's if you if you don't agree with that type of thing, you probably shouldn't work in an agency. <laughs> you should go and do something else. But if you if you believe in if you're in it for the right reasons and you end it working in healthcare because you want to you know, make something that matters to somebody somewhere, then this is probably the right direction to go in. So that that's the focus of it. That's the focus for the agency. And hopefully it just gives a little bit of a guide rail to some of the work and make you consider uh, the implications of what we produce and also who, who we use to produce it, where the research comes from, who we're talking to, how it's been received, the contextual stuff around it and, and, and the communities that we're speaking to because it's, it's mass stuff it's mainstream stuff it's not niche it's not tokenistic it's not calling out things for the for the just to call it out it's part and parcel of life and we're part of it so if you're creative or you're good with words or you're good with persuading people like we all are then put it to good use and I think that's that seems to be the attitude of the the agency and everybody that's taken part in it so far. So it's um it's great to see, man, and it's 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 proven to be to produce some lovely work. We've got another campaign coming for Pride this year, and it's again it's just building on this work, and it's it's more it's bringing more people into it, and it's it. It, it's a celebration of the the weird and wonderful and brilliant people that make up the agency. That's it, really. It's all good. Definitely a few brilliant and a few weird people in this agency. So a nice summary of uh, Havas in general there at the end, I'd say. Thank you very much, John. Thank you, all of you, in fact, for giving us you know, your candid and very complete answers. We've come to the end of our time. So thank you to Kareem, Rob and John. And I'm sure we will be seeing a lot more work coming out of the Health for All campaign as we progress through the year but for now that's the end of this podcast <laughs>